you like stories about haunted locations, or maybe tales of cryptids and spooky folklore from around the world. If so, why not tune in to Haunted Escapes with Chris and Diane, where all this and more will be discussed. New episodes drop every Sunday, the visual versions the following Friday on YouTube. So why not come join us on our Haunted Escapes? Hi, this is Diane. And this is Kelly of the History Goes Bump podcast. We are in our 10th year of production for the podcast. And we can say without reservation that no other podcast has covered as many haunted locations as we have. We prove that history isn't boring. It's terrifying. Find History Goes Bump wherever you get your podcasts. Keep it spooky. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy. Ugh. I just feel people freaking themselves out constantly. It's this thing that living people left here. Residual fear. have a lot to talk about girl like i know shit has gone down and like that's we talk every day like that's the thing <laughs> i know but there's stuff we want to share with our friends too i know we have so many friends I'll, I'll try and make the actual recap short even though it's a fucking doozy oh god I all right let's do imagine. our hellos and then we'll get in all right we'll get into it <laughs> we should start <laughs> perfect Hello. Hello. Hi, Ghosty fam. Welcome to the Activity Continues podcast. If you're new here, we are friends and soul sisters who recap episodes of the TV show The Dead Files and talk about other creepy shit, as well as exciting things, such as who is our favorite TikToker this week, <laughs> and learning about Megan's uh, D&D, and yeah. what TV shows we're watching, and any other any other Monday thing that, that comes, comes into up. our our little pea brains. Yeah. So this is Amy. And this is Megan. Thanks for joining us again. So this week, Amy is recapping the Dead Files episode called Hotel Nowhere. Um, and it is season two, episode 21. It originally aired on May 31st of 2013. So coming up on 10 year anniversary. Whoop, whoop. That's yeah, crazy to me. Yeah. Crazy. So um, I chose this one because uh, I remember this from when I was first watching the show back, you know, when I during 
quarantine when I watched like seven episodes a day. And <laughs> when I first discovered the show and I was, I was obsessed, I couldn't, I, know. Stop. I couldn't watch anything else. I know you told me and then I got obsessed. Yeah. And, and then I are. messaged Megan every, you got to watch, you got to watch this. Episode. And then she was She's like, like, we should I'm start a at podcast. The beginning. I yeah. know because I have this weird thing about starting shows no, from the beginning. I do it too. I do it too. I, I watch everything in order. I feel like I have to, even if it doesn't. Even, even if, if there's no plot. Yep. Yeah, but I, now no, I'm a, the same thing. now I'm a rebel, and I'm watching fucking episodes from every season. all over the fucking place. I've just I've grown as a person. That's right. This podcast has helped me grow spiritually. Oh my god, me too. Relationally, yeah. isn't that just crazy? Kidding. No, I'm just <laughs> coming up with the adverbs here. <laughs> yeah, no, they're good. I like them. So yeah, but it, it was one that stuck out to me, uh, and it is the last one on my little note card of things <gasps> that I want to do. So I'm going to need y'all's suggestions coming after this. But the reason I uh, wanted to cover it, the reason I liked it, is because Amy ripped the client a new one in this one. And it it gave me joy. I love it. (laughs) And as soon as Amy kind of, this Amy, not Amy Allen, but podcast Amy hinted to me, I was like, did they do ghost tours? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's like the only reason she will yell at somebody. Yeah. If they do ghost tours. Or if they like work with a Ouija board or yeah. other shit. Or a dandelion jar. Yeah. I I, I messaged uh, Megan about this when she sent me that. And I was like, yep, he's doing this and this and mm-hmm. this. And I said, this guy is Elvis from episode one. Elvis times 10. Gross. Yeah. He even yeah. looks like him a little bit. Is he worse than the Velisca Axe Murder House guy? I did not hate that guy. Okay. I know you, you didn't hate like this him. Guy? No, I, didn't I, like him. I wouldn't say hate. That's a strong word. I... I found him obnoxious okay. and irritating. Okay. And I was about as mad as Amy at the end <laughs> because he is blatantly like, don't give a fuck. I do what I do. And why would they bring him in? I don't. This is one thing I'm not sure of. Why did he make it onto the show? I and don't we'll, know. We can get into that in a bit because I have some thoughts. But anyway, that's why I chose it. Okie dokie, Smokey. Okie dokie. I really couldn't think of any <laughs> content warnings about the episode, really. Okay. Um, because there really wasn't. Good. I mean, I have to think about the past now. Might have the been past, something in history, present, and if there is, any <laughs> future. I'll I'll do a voiceover if there's something I that comes up. Um, I don't okay. recall there being like I don't think any kids died or anything like that. Thank so, God. I know we need a break from that show. Oh, Lord. Okay. Um, I did remember we remembered partway through uh, that there was some talk of abuse of vulnerable people, both mentally and physically ill. Perfect. Back to the show. Life. Back to okay, reality. so we need to welcome a new YouTube subscriber. I love this name, Mist Man. <laughs> Mist I didn't really. It just came up today, so I haven't looked at who, like, who they are or anything. Uh, I assume it's a man, um, but I don't know anything else about it. I will, I will double check. But anyway, okay. welcome, welcome, Mist Man. Welcome, Mist Man. Yep. We and then uh, a little update on the videos that I have been kind of on pause with for a while. I'm finding that since we are recording like a week ahead than we used to, um, I am having enough time to get the episode done before I have to worry about the next one. And so I'm going back to looking at the video and trying to learn the new program. Mm-hmm. And today I just ended up doing episode for 
or doing the video for episode 57. I did that today, but I just did it in the old version of the program. Mm-hmm. I'm still learning. It's taken some time. Old dog, new tricks. Um, Plus new so, programs can be tricky. Yeah. And I mean, it's the same program. It's just like the updated version of it. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. And it's mm-hmm. extra. And it doesn't have all the things in it that I'm used to. And the and why do controls they gotta, are all gone, not where they're supposed to be. Why do they got to gotta make updates? Like, can't we just like, <laughs> if it's not broke, don't fix it? Type well, of I mean, it's, it's, it's much more enhanced. And it's much more whatever has a lot more options and choices and stuff, which is not what I wanted because I had it figured out the way I want it. And yes, mm-hmm. it might be amazing once I get my shit together. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. Right now it's just a pain in my ass. A pain in the patootie. Pain in my patootie. Excuse the language, but we've already said this isn't a kid's show. So. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, if there's any content warning at all, it's that we swear. It's that we swear. Like sailors. F-bombs every other yeah. word. I was right. married to a sailor, so it does make sense. Oh, cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I I don't have any sailors in my life. I guess I don't have an excuse. Mm. You're friends with me. So yeah, I mean, that's I, it. That's part of it. Yeah. Sailor by association. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, when, twice removed. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Funny. Um, one thing I wanted to mention for everybody is if if you're not on Twitter, but you adore Amy Allen. Um, this is good news and bad news. Uh, she is trying to set up a subscription mm-hmm. thing. I don't know what mm-hmm. you would call it. Program via Twitter. I didn't realize Twitter was doing this, but, you know, Elon Musk will try and grab money from anybody any way he can. So, Well, they're under um, review by the FTC. Yeah. Twitter is. They so. probably should be. Yeah. So she is starting this thing. It's it's basically like Patreon, mm-hmm. except that she's probably not going to make as much money because Elon Twitter Musk is going to take it all. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of people like me who hate Twitter and don't really want to use it. I only use it because we do get some you know, we don't have a lot of followers, right? but that the people that do follow us are really engaging and they like, you know, we have some great Twitter followers that send messages and they're send real requests people. and yeah. And they're so, not bots. yeah, no, they're not bots. They're real people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the only reason I stick with it. Any hues. Mm-hmm. So Amy is setting up this thing. She's trying to get, and you have to be a, approved by Twitter to get this Programmer language bullshit. Probably because they want to make sure they're going to make money off of it. Probably, yeah. So, like, you have to have X amount of followers. Yeah, yeah. When she has a lot of followers, I'm sure she's fine. She's with the that. best. There's no way we could do it. No, um, but hey, we have some. Yeah, we have like 55. Hey, that's double digits. <laughs> okay, it it's over 50. Exactly. So, um, anyway, what she wants to do is so that you pay a little bit. I don't know how much she does. She doesn't even know yet what she mm-hmm. wants to charge. And then you would get like some exclusive content that you wouldn't get if you weren't a subscriber. And there are things like videos or interactive lives and oh my God. things like that. I know. Legit, I would pay like a lot of money for Amy I, Allen to interact I, with I hate, me. As I, much as I hate Twitter, I will I will pay for it. If she I would pay it. for it. If Amy, don't tell Elon Musk that. But. If Amy like yeah. interacts with me, wanna, I will shit my pants. Yeah. And yeah, when she tweeted on, me, I was like, I yeah, I like got I'm, nervous. I started like hyperventilating. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. Because first of all, I thought she was mad at me. Right, right. And I was so scared. The worst. I know. I know. I will like sacrifice my husband if she will talk to me. <laughs> Just kidding. I won't do that. No. He, well, you kind of already did in the game anyway. Oh God. Yeah, we'll get to it. Don't <laughs> worry. 
We played okay. again, so I've got it. Oh, okay. good. Okay, yeah. good. So at any rate, she's doing that. So check it if you want to do. I, I was hoping that I could like convince her to go on Patreon instead, but that's a whole new thing she'd have to learn, and she probably isn't interested mm-hmm. in that. Anyway, that's what she's doing. If you want to go over to Twitter, find her and make sure that you find the right one, the one with the blue check. There's so many Amy. Like I, I, te- I sent Amy, our, our Amy, a message, and I was like, "It's Amy Allen," and she's like, "No, it's not." Too many T's. Yeah. Too many L's. Yeah. So it's at A M Y. A-L-L-A-N-T-D-F. And if blue you see anything mark. else with the blue check mark, if you see Amy A. Allen or Amy Allen with three L's or Amy Allen T-T-D-F, that's the newest one. And you've got to be vigilant because they will copy her profile. Yes, like they copy the profile, posts, the pictures, same, pictures yep. same everything. They're worse on Instagram, actually. That I think than they are on Twitter. I haven't seen as much on Twitter. Instagram, yeah. I get an, a new Amy Allen following me every day. Oh my god! It's ridiculous. Is that how you know you made it? I think the so. Twitter followers. Yeah, yeah. that must be. <laughs> well, because what they do is once you if you follow them back, then they can message you. So then they message you and say, "Do you want a reading?" And they try to get you to pay for it. Mm. And Amy doesn't do that. So Amy if don't that play happens, that. Nope. If that happens, it's not Amy. It's not right. Nope. It's not right. So but speaking of Patreon, I wanted to just do a little Patreon push. We haven't done that okay. in a while. Push it. So push, push it real good. I'm a very musically mood tonight, so I'm apologizing in advance that oh. everything will be a song. Well, I'm going to make another drink, so yes! you can sing during that. Thank God. We'll do that after I'm done with it. My Patreon American thing. Idol needs to be released. <laughs> you give me a microphone, it's going to happen. <laughs> Well, it takes off 10 pounds, as we realized last week. So remember? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> At least. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we had, I know we talked about when we started Zooms that we were going to do live happy hour mm-hmm. Zooms with mm-hmm. our Patreon. Mm-hmm. And we never did that. But nope. frankly, it was because we only had one patron that was in that tier. And she was yeah. local. So she just came over to my house. Yeah. And we just hung out. Um, yeah. But you I think brought we should- some amazing liquor we did yo yeah she brought some and she brought nice some fish snacks didn't eat but amy said it was good it was really good i'm not a huge fish eater either but it was like a smoked fish yeah, i think it was mousse. salmon kind of thing it might have been salmon yeah it you was delicious mousse? it was like yeah it was all whipped up oh i for a minute you i put it, said the you, animal like oh, meant no, the no, animal no, no, and i was no. like we're talking fish mousse, like yeah, like a yeah. whipped yeah like yeah, a whipped yeah. i'm here i'm here i know I'm whipped fish now. sounds weird but it sounds gross it's i know it does and the first time i had smoked trout moose i was in california and i was with this bunch of people that i didn't want to think i didn't want them to think i was a pussy and so right. i i ate it mm-hmm. and i took just a little tiny tiny little bite and mm-hmm. all it was was salty and creamy and delicious, smoky. Nice. I, I, I'm a fan. Nice. That's good. So it's really good. Okay. Anyway. All right. So I think we should go yeah. back to our original plan and do some of these yeah. happy hour Zooms. Yeah, and I think so, so let's say we're going to plan one for April. Yeah. And we'll pick a date. And so if anybody out there listening wants to join us on our happy hour, just join our Patreon. Uh, you can join at the $1 mm-hmm. rate, $1 mm-hmm. a month. And if you come and you, Join our happy hour and you don't have any fun, you can cancel after that. Yep. You know, we won't cost be offended. You one doll hair. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So come on over. We'd like to get that's some not even friends in there. That's less than a bag of M&Ms. That's right. 
the individual size. Yeah. Inflation is a bitch. I know. Good At least Lord. the price of eggs is going down. It is. I know. Yeah. I didn't think it would ever go down. Because once they I raise never, prices on something, they don't I always think down. they're not going to go back down because people I, will pay the $7. Right. So just keep charging $7. I'm so glad they went down. I know. I love eggs. I eat, I, I eat a lot of eggs. Yeah. <laughs> I just made a whole bunch of hard-boiled eggs so that I have them nice. in the fridge for when yep. I am snacky. Yep. Like yep. probably when we're done with this, I'll have to go eat one. I know. I'm thinking too. I'm hungry. So yeah. So also I have a couple of TV show recommendations. I on me. started and finished in like three days <laughs> Okay. on Apple TV called Bad Sisters. Okay. I've it's, never even heard of it. I had not either, but somebody in the Stream Marinos group on Facebook mentioned mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And... I, so I was like, well, all right, I'll give it a shot. And I was hooked immediately. Okay. It is um, it is a story about five sisters. Mm-hmm. One of them is married to an asshole. And I'm not giving away too much because this happens in like the very first scene, but he is dead okay. in the beginning. Okay. He has died. And basically the whole season is us trying to figure out how he died. Okay, the watcher trying to figure it out. They, yeah, yeah. They know okay. how he died. Okay. And then it's told like in, like it goes like, back in time and then okay, it goes forward so like and it then it starts goes back. At, okay. Ooh, that's yeah. tr- I don't know how I feel about that. Sometimes those are really annoying. Well, you know what though? They do, a, they make it really easy to keep track. Okay. Good. So like whenever they're going to switch between the present time and the past, they, they, you, the, like a thing comes up on the screen that looks like, like a viewfinder almost. Mm hmm. And then it goes, okay. And it goes back, and then nice. it shows you another one, and then you're in the past, okay. That's and then good. it goes, and you're back in the future. So okay. it's real easy to figure out. Okay, good, because I'm dumb and I need yeah, those. I know I need those too. I have trouble with time jumping things. You can't put too much in front of me. My teeny tiny brain gets confused. <laughs> I don't well, know. Well, it's a really good show. It's okay. I would say it's very dark, very dark humor. It's okay. funny. It's okay. not a comedy. It's a drama. Okay. But it's a murder mystery. Would you say it's more like a dramedy? I guess you would say a dramedy, yeah. More it's... heavier on the draw than on the midi. Than on the midi. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would say. Yeah. And then I watched, I started watching another show called The Low Files. Okay. And it's on Discovery Plus, and it okay. is Rob Lowe and his two sons. You love Rob Lowe. I do love Rob you Lowe. You love Rob Lowe. And I love his sons now too. Yeah. So I started his watching. One son this. didn't it? Isn't his one son? Don't they troll each other? Yes, they both yeah. do. Both of his yeah. sons do. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they're funny. They are funny. Hilarious. Uh, you've sent me some of them, and I've LOL'd. Yeah, as the youths L- would say. <laughs> <laughs> you actually L M. I actually. A- no, I didn't LMFAO. No. Laugh my fucking ass off. It's no. still there and it's quite large. I wish I would LMFAO. <laughs> if only we could lose a little bit of our asses by laughing. Oh, that would God, be. I'd be so thin. I would be laughing a lot. Yeah. So anyway, it's a fun show. So they do stuff like um, they go explore like mysteries and things like. Oh, cool. Okay. Like anomalies or whatever. But mm-hmm. the first one was a haunted one. They did go on a ghost hunt. Mm-hmm. And so right up my alley. Right. And. He, Rob Lowe, is a, like a uh, a hopeful skeptic. Like okay. he wants to believe, like me. <laughs> like I, yeah. I believe, I believe, I do believe. But, um, but there's things where I'm like, oh, that's oh. not, that's an See, or, that's not I'm, an or whatever. I'm 
the uh, 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 scammer's dream because I believe literally everything. Yeah. Until Amy's like, okay, but that's not real. Think I'm about like, it this oh, way. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I have yeah. I have something to okay to ask about the video that you shared. That video that you shared with me on TikTok. Oh, I did watch it all the way through. You did. Okay. Yes. So this is the video for anyone that's um, listening and doesn't know and what we're talking course, about. I watched it late at night. Oh, oh my God. It was so scary. It was, it was. I'd seen it before. And oh, so I had I, seen it before. Yeah. I, I don't know if I saw it from the same one you shared it with me, which is that lady with the beautiful blonde hair. Yes. And, and then she was showing the video. I don't think it was her video. I think it, it might have been the original. I don't know. But at anyway, I saw it. And it's about a guy who buys a house in, I want to say, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Beautiful old either. Victorian. And then he starts renovating. And we yes. all know what happens when you renovate. Yep. We all know. I'm not even going to say it because we yep. all know it. Yep. And so some shit was going down in his house. Yep. So he did it. He made a video. Right. And the video is pretty scary. It's he's, you guys. It he's is, carrying his cell phone, phone and, and he's, he's taking like, the video he's hearing yeah. things and so mm-hmm. he's walking around going hello and yeah. you see a door open oh my god and he like of course the exact opposite of what i would do he's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna go in there and mm-hmm. i'm like i would fucking nope out of there mm-hmm. so he goes in there and i only know bits and pieces because i had to close my eyes. <laughs> i'll fill in what you so he goes in the room and it's like a bedroom like a yeah. normal size bedroom And so he's looking around and, you know, he's turning the phone with him. So, of course, there's parts that are off camera, which just adds to the suspense of, like, what is going to pop out when he turns around. And then there's a door that slams shut. And so he opens the door and it is the creepiest fucking basement I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yeah. Rickety stairs. It's super dark. Pitch black at the bottom. The stairs look like they're from 1872. Mm -hmm. Like it is so scary. And then I kind of close my eyes here. So (laughs) I'm going to need you to fill it. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to tag team Amy for this. Well, what happens is that he, he either hears or sees something in the basement Mm -hmm. and he gets scared and he jumps and he drops his phone and run. You can hear him running out. You can hear him leaving, but the phone is still on. And it's, it's it's up. Yeah, it's still like recording. It's recording up. And so it's recording the ceiling. Yep. And then suddenly the phone goes. It's, and it, it spins flips. around. And then it spins and spins and spins. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. I know. It's so scary. It's really creepy. We'll it's link to so it in the show notes. creepy. But here's my thing. Okay. How did. did he get it? How did. No, I, I somebody went back in and got his phone, I'm sure. Or. Or. It was uploaded to the cloud automatically. Who knows? I don't know. That part doesn't bother me. How does it record the ceiling when it's sitting on the floor? How did he have the front-facing camera on? In which case, did he have the phone turned around while he was walking? Because it wasn't showing him. Right. Oh, that's a good point. Because if he was recording, and let's say he did have the front-facing camera on, you would still be holding the phone like this yeah. with the so you could see the screen. Right. And then right. if you drop and then if, it, then it then the, then the camera's, camera's covered. On the ground. Yeah, covered. Okay. This makes me feel better. And if it would flipped over so that you could the camera could see something, then it wouldn't be on the screen. I think. 
I don't know. It, anyway, right. it, it it was confusing to me. But are I, I guess maybe I need to see it again. But are aren't are we looking at what was recorded? Yes. Okay. So when it spins, it completely now it's the ceiling. Yeah. Before it was like the door and the the basement wall. So is somebody righted it so that the yes, camera so that, was on top? Yes. Facing up. Yes. So that the camera was open. Okay. Before it was almost like it was leaning against something. Yeah. Because you okay. can see. Yeah. Watch it again. Okay. Yeah. I'll watch it again. I'll, I'll try. I'll. I'll. I'll try and recreate it on my phone. Uh, yeah. I don't know how. And of course, it's like eleven at night, and I'm like, let me just yeah. watch this like a fucking idiot. Don't do that. So speaking of ghost videos, I have something you have to share that. Yeah, I want to show you. It wouldn't play for me. So here's what happened is this is a video that I took. Well, in the beginning of the pandemic, you took it. Yeah. In the beginning of the pandemic, um, I did a before I was doing. Well, it was when I had just started doing podcasts. I decided that I was going to do like a vlog, like a daily video uh-huh, vlog, uh-huh. just how things are going, how we're dealing with the pandemic, yeah. blah, blah, yeah. blah. So I'd sit down in front of my thing. I turn on Zoom, talk. And I was telling my coworker about how I used to do this. And that one time something came by and went like whoosh, like around mm-hmm. my head. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, I, I don't like to say orbs or anything. I'm like, it was probably a bug or dust or something like that, but it freaked me out. Mm-hmm. She goes, oh, I want to see it. Do you still have mm-hmm. the video? And I'm like, I do. I just, I have like 500 videos I'd have to go through to find it. Well, I was bored one day. So I started going through and I just started at the top mm-hmm. and it was the third video. Nice. <laughs> so smart. So I clipped it and I have, I have the video to show. So I will, okay. uh, for those of you who are just listening, I will post this separately for you to watch. To our socials? Yeah, to our okay. so- socials. Um, put maybe the, on the blog too. I'll okay. put it on the blog too. We'll just but put right it everywhere. Now, let's put it everywhere. But right now I'm going to share the screen. And so those of you who are watching the video version. And Megan has never seen this. Megan has never seen this because it didn't work. Can you see she it? She tried. Yes. Can you see me? Okay. You're everywhere. <laughs> I'm everywhere. You're okay. everywhere. Okay. You don't have to listen to what I'm saying. I'm just talking about how we drink more. Uh, <laughs> that we go through more booze when we don't go out and drink. <laughs> yeah. Which is honestly probably still about the same amount of money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's actually less because it costs so much more to drink when you're out. But if you're but, drinking more, then you have to buy booze more often. That's true. But you're not buying $9 drinks. That's true. Anyway. Okay. Anyways. So here we go. Okay. You see it? Um, <gasps> yeah. Oh. Yep. Right there. Right there. Yep. There. And I don't know. And then know there's more. An- there's another one on the other side. Did anybody else see the ghost? Like, right See, another one came yep, up the other side. Yep. Another and one there's came There's another up the one. No- you are way more calm than um, I would be. I am in the basement. There's no way that this is like cars going by reflecting on the walls. Okay, another one. I don't this I don't, I don't really have any ghost stories about this house. Oops. Yeah. Except for my toes were missing all the time. Um but, but those are more brownies anyway, than ghosts. Uh, what was I talking about? Yeah. I forgot. I get distracted by ghosts. Who doesn't get distracted by ghosts? Yeah, that was definitely not orbs. 
Because they went with purpose. Right. I thought it was dust, but it seemed to Mm -hmm. be moving with purpose. And she said, oh, yeah, it was it was like diving. Yeah, it was. Yep. I would definitely say those. So, and we're not orb people. Like, no, I, I barely don't. believe in you, orbs because I I'm usually like, think these that's, are dust. Yeah, I mean but that. It, it's not a lens flare. It's something. And it there could wasn't be anything dust. else in the air, though. Like, I feel like if there was more, if it was dust, you would have seen more. Yeah, and, and I don't. did have. I think because I, I could see my hair moving. I think I did have this little fan on, which mm-hmm. I sometimes have on in the summer, blowing on me. Mm-hmm. Oops! I just turned it on didn't mean to do that <laughs> so it's possible that it was kicking up some dust yeah i don't know i don't know mm, anyway i'd say those are orby anyway that's what that is so are you want to sing a song while i make my drink sing a song now that i'm on the spot i don't know what to say okay well first of all maybe this will inspire you i am making the nightcap old-fashioned old-fashioned and it is with the three spirits yep nice this is the Three Spirit Nightcap. This is the one that's supposed to like calm you down and get yep. you ready for night night. Um, and Angostura bitters, and it's supposed to have an orange slice, which I didn't bother bringing an orange in here. And uh, maraschino cherry, but I don't like maraschino, so no. I used a um, I used a, a real I'm cherry, using a boozy cherry, a boozy cherry. Yeah, these are these oh, boozy cherries. Oh, okay, well that's a really pretty jar too. Isn't it cool? Like, that's really pretty. Heather gave that to me. My, my other podcast co-host from Volstedland gave that to me. Um, okay, so. I can talk. I met a person today. Oh, um, one, just one, the whole day. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he uh, came to talk to me at work, and I'm going to try to keep this as anonymous as I can. And we ended up talking about, um, I honestly don't even know how, oh, because he told me he uh, recently graduated from college and he was a business and communications major. And I was like, oh, I have a podcast. And then we started talking about that. And uh, and so hopefully we have a new listener with that little tyke. Awesome. Um, yeah. So that was really fun. Uh, and oh, I have a new TV show. I've been watching oh. Dota, Dragon's Blood on Netflix. It is uh, like an anime type show, and it's kind of a cross between Castlevania and um, the Dragon Prince for anybody who likes anime, but it's really good. Like I literally have been staying up to like 11, 1130 every night this week watching it. Wow. And that's a, that's super late for me because usually I'm like 9 PM. We're going to hit the sack. Yeah. Yeah. That's late for me too. I know. So, uh, so I've really been, um, watching that it's so good and i'm so bummed because i think it's coming to an end soon and mm. i don't like that i hate that i hate it when it gets over and when that happens yeah oh, okay see. my drink is done all right well that was quick well there was no shaking this time yeah. i'll just stir a little bit for a little asmr asmr nice oh i lost <laughs> i lost my cherry <laughs> It done fell right off the skewer. It done fell right off the, the yeah. So she's Good getting another one, folks. Skewer, so I don't have to stick the one that was in my drink into the cherries. Okay. My mom has a magnet, or she used to have a magnet. You know the saying, life is a bowl of cherries? Yeah. My mom used to have a magnet that said, life is a chair of bowlies. And it had this little girl <laughs> in a chair with all these bowls around her. It was really cute. <laughs> cute. <laughs> I think okay. my mom had that. It might have been my grandma. I don't know. 
Some person, a woman older than me, had that magnet. <laughs> wasn't me. I know. No, it wasn't. Okay. So. All right. That's the drink. Cheers. Cheers. I don't have anything. Okay. Clink. I was drinking milk, um, which I know some people, I just made them gag, but I love I milk. love milk, but it's not great for when you're about to talk, but that's okay. Nope. It's- yeah. I just, I like my husband and I drink probably two gallons of milk a week. Like we love milk. I love milk too. Delicious. Delicioso. Okay. Well, I think 50 minutes later. No, it's only actually been like, it actually probably has been close to 45. It probably has. Hey, everyone. We want to welcome our new sponsor, Gobble. As you know, life can get pretty hectic. Between work, errands, and family time, who always has the energy to plan, shop for, and cook delicious meals every night? That's where Gobble comes in. It's a meal kit service that takes the stress and guesswork out of dinner. I used to dread the what's for dinner question every night. Gobble has been a game changer. They deliver fresh, pre-portioned ingredients and easy-to-follow recipe cards right to your door. Exactly. No more last-minute grocery runs or scrambling for inspiration. Plus, the recipes are incredibly diverse. From healthy options to comfort food classics, there's something for everyone. And let's not forget that cooking together can be a fun family activity. Gobble's recipes are simple enough to involve everyone in the kitchen, even the little ones. So if you're looking for a way to make delicious, stress-free meals that the whole family will love, head over to the link in the show notes or on our website to get your first six meals for $36. Gobble. Make dinner amazing. We want to give a shout out to our newest affiliate partner, Just Brands. This is the company that makes the CBD and THC gummies that I have been talking about. I have purchased both the Delta 8 and the Delta 10 versions, and they're really nice. They're actually really tasty, too, but I wouldn't recommend just eating a ton of them at once. I did buy them to help me sleep. And well, let's just say that one night I took one. And when I went to bed, I felt myself melting into my bed. It was lovely. For a limited time, you can get 20% off these treats when you go to justcbdstore.com or just follow the link in the show notes and then use our promo code ACTIVITY24. This offer is good until March 27th, so get your gummies now. Okay, so I guess what you're saying is we should start. So we just dive right in? Let's just dive right in. <laughs> okay. Let's go. Let's do okay, it. Okay, here we it. go. So again, this episode is called Hotel Nowhere, mm-hmm. and that's a story in itself. Not to that, be confused with Hotel California by the right. Eagles. It is in California, though. Is it? Maybe mm-hmm. this is where they got their inspiration. Mm-hmm. Well, so this is um, when when they discuss, when Steve tells us where we are, he just says, or it just says on the screen, somewhere in California. Oh. And they, so they say, okay. Steve says he doesn't, He right out the gate, he is suspicious of the client's motives. So he doesn't want to Steve. say where it is. Steve, this is why he's the detective. I know. Because Steve is like, this shit's sus. Yeah. And this is where I'm like, then why did you guys go out there? I mean, I know it's not up to Steve, but right. it was also episode... 20 season two episode 21 right season so maybe it was 20. early in the show and it was they early enough where they probably the, needed they needed locations you know so they were like they didn't fine, have whatever. the applications coming in now that right. they do now did you see that uh-oh my I, light just, I honestly didn't my light just got brighter <gasps> my ring light just got brighter 
I'm going to turn it down. It's too bright. Okay. Now it just got dark after I stopped. Oh, one more up. Okay, I'm not going to touch it. Not touching it. Okay. Anyway, it's a We need an old priest and a young priest right now. <laughs> you didn't see any orbs running around no. over here, did you? Do you have flies? Are there flies around? No. No. Okay, good. Thank God. Oh, my God. That was one of the scariest parts of Amityville Horror to me. Was Can all we not talk about Amityville flies? Horror? Because it, the whole movie terrified me. The whole I me too. movie I saw terrified it, me. I saw it when I was in like fourth grade. And <gasps> what? I, yeah, I know. I don't know what my parents are thinking. But well, they did tell you about the what the what, the what not the I don't want to say the monkey people the moonies moonies the moonies yeah the moonies they told they told me to be careful about the moonies who were going to convince me to be in their cult and take me away. Okay, we need to talk about something else because I'm getting scared with the amnesia. <laughs> it's my own fault, honestly. It, my parents were weird. They used to also <laughs> tell me that when I was naughty, they were going to sell me to the gypsies. <gasps> <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. From yeah, we don't use that, that word anymore. No, but that's well, what that's my parents all... used to say. But this was in the you know early seventies. This so. is a that's a whole lot to unpack, and yeah. honestly, we don't have the time. Yeah, <laughs> or the well, not tonight. Not tonight. We don't. <laughs> Some other time. So anyway, it's in Clovis, California, and uh, Todd is a single dad who bought this mansion with the idea of turning it into a hotel okay. that he would then be able to pass on to his son someday. Okay, as you do. Yep. So Steve is giving him the benefit of the doubt for now. <laughs> and I noted that this guy even looks a little like Elvis from episode one. <laughs> and um, maybe they're in cahoots. Yeah, maybe. But was he? Oh, he was in New York. No, Elvis. I just wanted to say the word cahoot. Yeah. Doesn't get enough airtime. No, <laughs> it's a good <laughs> word. So, I, but yeah, again, I was like, well, I think I mentioned last week that I, when I was doing some research on this before I even wa- rewatched the episode, I noted that this or noticed that this guy has been on a bunch of other ghost shows. That's never good. And he, the first one he was on was in 2008. And oh, he was okay. on something in 2010. This okay. is 2013. Yeah. So, so either the production crew did not follow up or mm-hmm. they knew about they it didn't and were care. like, fuck it. Whatever. We need it. We need it. We're yeah, still early possible. enough that we need it. And, I, and I'm not necessarily, uh, you know, calling them out or blaming them or anything. You do whatever mm-hmm. you want to do to make mm-hmm. a, a TV show. Mm-hmm. But um, and they did, you know, they did. Like I said, get, rip this guy a new one. You know, they did not protect him. Basically, Good. they yeah. showed him to be the behold lot that he is. <gasps> anyway, language. I know. <laughs> We say fuck all the time, but you can't say can't the T word. Twat. So, okay, speaking quick of the T word. Um, sorry. Yeah, when ahead. I was in the Middle East, this girl was from British and they pronounce it twat. twat. Or she did. Yeah. And I was like, what? What is that? What are you saying? <laughs> it's twat. Did you say she was from British? Oh my God. <laughs> Where is British? <laughs> is that anywhere near the UK? Um, It's. It's close. A little bit northeast. Okay. Got it. <laughs> I'm smart in other ways. <laughs> okay. Don't make so. fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm boy. British. Lord. Okay. <laughs> okay. So Steve's talking to Todd. 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 And That's such Todd a says, frat name. Isn't it? Yo, Todd, so, bro. What's up? Okay. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm really done. <laughs> 
no, Amy's like, Amy's like, I'm two sentences in. Well, a couple paragraphs, but that's fine. I, I can stay up all night. I don't care. So he is worried because the activity is ramping up. So mm-hmm. some of the things that they're finding are footsteps, apparitions, people are being touched. Oh, I Steve hate says, footsteps. I know. I hate them. Like of all of the things to happen, footsteps creep me out the most. Really? Yeah. I hate footsteps. I hate them. I don't know why. They just, I'm, I don't like them. They creep me I out. Could I tell you the story about when Greg and I went to stay at our friend's house? They They had a old, old, old beautiful big old house in St. Paul mm-hmm. and they had a dog and they were going away for the weekend and was so it the dog huh was it, it was the dog, the dog? No. and so we were staying at their house mm-hmm. and we were sitting in the living room we were sleeping bags on the floor sleeping Why would you in a there. bed huh did they not have beds they had but they we would just thought we'd sleep on the floor and okay. watch movies and stuff and so we watched of course we watched the haunting the of haunted, course, the haunted. because why? What else would you yeah. watch? And we heard something, and we're like, "What was <gasps> I hate that?" This. And we shut the TV off, and we're listening. And we heard what sound. We went. This was on the main floor, right? And there was uh-huh. a second floor, and then there was uh-huh. a third floor uh-huh. attic type thing. Uh-huh. But it was the kind of attic that was like, I don't want to say it was finished, but like it had rooms and doors. Was it and- like your attic at the old house? No. Because you had like that movie area. Up yeah, there? we had like a movie theater up there. Yeah, no, it wasn't like that. Okay. It was, it was, it was, there was nothing up there. Um, I mean, <laughs> nothing, nothing you could see. Well, there was um, something. And, but it had, it had rooms and like doors. Oh, and so okay. it was like another floor. So it was like another but floor. It was, but it was, you know, yeah. it, it had a vaulted ceiling and all that. Okay. Anyway, so we go up to the second floor. We're looking around. We're like, somebody in here? What's going on? And while we're on the second floor, we hear, Coming from the third floor, what sounds like somebody sweeping. <gasps> yeah. And so we ran back downstairs. <laughs> and then when my friend came home, we told her, she's like, oh, yeah, that's the sweeper. We hear him all the time. And Greg is a skeptic. Yeah. <laughs> Gregory. I'm going to have to remind him of the sweeper. I had forgotten I was all about telling- it. The kid that I met today about Greg. <laughs> and I was like, he's literally had encounters with ghosts. Yeah. And he still doesn't believe. No. I was like, he's had a ghost talk to him. Yep. Still doesn't believe. No. Oh, my God. He just thinks he's imagined everything. But I'm like, I, we both heard the, sweep, right. the sweeper. That's the thing. When it's when you're by yourself, okay, you can convince yourself. I imagined yeah. it. I, you know, it was the wind. But when more than one person hears it and when mm-hmm. the owner of the house, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's no. Greg, you're just in denial. Denial yeah. ain't a river in Egypt. And Greg's denial. boating in it. Yeah. Because he used to believe more. What happened? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, this is Amy. So I spoke to Greg about this. Uh, He remembers it, but in a much less dramatic way than I do. He basically said, oh, yeah, the sweeper. I remember that. It was squirrels. So there you have it. Squirrels. Greg. Okay, well, now I'm terrified. So let's keep going. So Steve says... That people in the neighborhood told him, which means that he went around and canvassed the neighborhood and was like, what's up with this guy? 
Oh, so sorry. You said footsteps, apparitions, people uh, being touched. People being touched. Yep. Oh, that's it. Okay. I just yep. want, want to make sure that I didn't. Oh, yeah, yep, that was it. So Steve tells, he says to Todd, you know, I mm-hmm. uh, asked around the neighborhood and people say that you occasionally turn this into a haunted house. And he fesses up and says that at Halloween, he has turned it into what he called a haunted attraction. Oh. He did that for eight years. Don't pretty it up. Don't each, sugarcoat it. And each October, for about a week and a half, two weeks, 30,000 people came through in that two-week span. Each per year? year? Per year. Holy. Yep. Oh, Amy's going to be pissed. So, yep. So Steve preps him by saying, Amy's not going to like that. Because Amy, you are you are exploiting the dead. Yes, you are. And she hates that. And they don't show and his especially reaction. Especially when you call them to come in and help you. Yeah. Oh, she's gonna be pissed. This is why I don't think he called them in to help. Right. He called right. them in to get publicity, publicity for his fucking thing. For his yeah. haunted attraction. Yeah. Well, we find out later that the haunted attraction is no more. Okay. But good. He for his hotel, I assume, is what he's looking for publicity oh, for. Oh, right. Yep. So he has done some work because the place was pretty dilapidated when he got it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says he believes that he has stirred some things up. You think? You fucking idiot. I know. No, it's so, not. It's not me doing the ghost tours that stored it up. No, no, no. It's yeah. when I started renovating. <laughs> you moron. So like then we see Amy come in. Mm-hmm. And the first thing she says is there's a lot of people here and they're sick. And they were coming at her like charging at her okay and they were making her really nervous and she didn't want to go upstairs were they chart were they coming at her to like try to get her out or just overwhelmed because there was somebody there that could I help them i think they were, were more like running to her like oh my god someone who can see me yes okay i mean that's uh, that's what i think i'm not positive yeah. mm-hmm. but they were not all good you mm-hmm. know so. amy if you're listening you can clarify yeah give us a jingle feel free send us an email tweet us tweet us or instagram us yeah she feels that people are freaking themselves out here, the living okay. people. There are living people freaking themselves out. She says, it's something that living living people left here. Residual fear. Okay. So I think she's feeling what the people in the haunted house felt yes. when they were going through the haunted house. So, yeah, like that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. If you think about the cases that I've done and that you've done where the, like, residual emotions yeah of course you're going to leave residual feel fear if 30,000 people people a year a year are coming through you fucking idiots and that's just the people coming to the haunted attractions there's more that's not even including other oh my god the hundreds of ghost hunters that he's had through yeah we'll get to that so she hears you're like oh oh god oh god i'm so scared but it's not it's not real Mm-hmm. She said, they are, the dead people are showing her people who are alive acting okay. like that. And the okay. dead are laughing at the living. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> and that makes me think of Ellen when, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, when she does, when she sends her staff through the haunted house. Yep. And they always jump around. Those are mm-hmm. hilarious, I think. Mm-hmm. But. So yeah. anywho, so Steve now on the second floor with Todd and Todd says a lot of groups have come through here exploring and investigating and doing EVP sessions. And Steve asks about how many. And Todd says maybe 100. And then later, when they ask him again, like at the reveal, he says, oh, at least 100. So. This guy. So, yeah, I know. 
So about two years ago, he stopped all investigations. And I was like, well, except for Amy. <laughs> except I... for Amy, this one. Um, and then. Uh, Did he say why? N- no. Well, he said that they had to shut the building down because the city said the building was unsafe. <laughs> wow. So you're not even like working to make this building habitable. You're literally just exploiting it. Yeah. That's the only reason. Don't. I, in my opinion, don't don't cover this up and say you bought it for your kids. You bought it to exploit. Yeah. He bought it to make money. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. So uh, he, Amy, we're back at Amy. She says the living here put more negative energy into this place than the dead have. Oh. A lot of stuff has been cleaned here. She said mm-hmm. a lot of people are coming in like psychics, yep. coming in, talking to the dead. And she says they think it's fucked up. The dead do? Yeah. They think it's f***ed up. When I come in, I say, just let me know what you want people to know. This is all they want people to know. This is f***ed up. This is sick. They are mad. I don't blame them. I don't either. They're being exploited. Yep. So Steve talks. This guy doesn't care about him. He doesn't. No. No, he doesn't. He really doesn't. He yeah. says he says he doesn't. So he talks about when he was redecorating a wall and an entity showed up and rushed him. He screamed and then it was gone. Steve tries to debunk it by asking if it could have been traffic lights, et cetera. And mm-hmm. he says no. So now we're at Amy. She uh, confirms that the dead are attacking people in this area because they're fed up with being harassed. And now they're fighting back. I don't and blame them. I don't either. And they're trying to force the living out of this space. They're, that's kind of why they're pushing people and right. stuff. Right. So now Stephen Todd and Todd tells him that this used to be a sanitarium. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And he goes, there's even some old records left up on the second floor if you want to go through them. Yeah, because Steve's like, sure. <laughs> so uh, my thought was, oh, sure, those are old records. When did you print those out and make them look dirty? Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. if I don't believe one thing about him, I don't believe anything no. that he says. So no, you know, he's why, already what? lost all credibility right. with me. Right. And I'm sure it was Steve. Yeah. I'm sure the second he told Steve that he's had not only haunted um, attractions, but ghost hunters. I'm sure Steve was like, fuck this guy. He's like, all we need now is a Ouija board. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me if it came out later in the episode. Yeah. I don't don't think it does. But anyway, um, so then they go outside and Todd is pointing to this vacant lot. Looks like a vacant lot next door, but it's part of the their lot. But he says this is where the hospital wing was. It was 10,000 square feet, had 17 mm-hmm. bedrooms, and mm-hmm. Steve asked what happened to it, and Todd says he had it demolished. He Why? said when they were getting ready for Halloween, the Halloween attraction, something came up behind him and touched him on his lower back. It felt like a human hand. He turned around and no one was there. And that's why he had it demolished? Well, I think, I mean, he said that right after that, so I assume he was like, yeah, that was part of it. He mm-hmm. was finally scared. Mm-hmm. So now Amy says, I think there were a lot of people here who were mentally ill. Mm-hmm. So she's gotten, you know, she's yep. figured out that it's a sanitarium. Yeah, because she's the best. Uh-huh. And it's creeping her out because th- she said they can't really communicate very well. They're either drugged out or nuts. Oh, her word. Um, But she's leaning toward nuts because of the way they were moving. And then Matt's mm-hmm. like, what do you mean? And she goes, well, they're like crawling up the walls. I hate when they do that. I know. And then she says, oh, I don't like them. <laughs> Same. I wouldn't like them either. Oh. 
I can't imagine anybody to be like, I can't no, imagine I really being like able that. to see that. Oh my I God. Know. Just... And especially because she said multiple times that they appear like normal, like quote unquote, regular people. Yeah, they're not necessarily They're see-through. not necessarily see-through. So yeah. you just, oh God. I know. I know. This is a creepy one. This is a creepy one. Oh, like it. <laughs> so yeah. now Steve is talking to Glenda, who is Todd's sister. She's much more and the good witch of the east the good witch glenda that's right <laughs> steve notes that she is uneasy she gets the shakes every time she comes in that place mm-hmm. uh and a friend of hers had some kind of attack when she was there like she thought it was a heart attack they brought her to the hospital that it sounded to me like a panic attack a heart attack. A heart attack. Yeah, that sounds like a panic attack yeah yeah so glenda says she's been touched she feels them patting her head mm-mm mm-mm, mm-mm. I don't like it. No. So now Amy's heading down to the basement and she doesn't like it. She says she doesn't like it because the dead hang out here a lot. And she said one man is pretty agitated. And there are people who in life were locked down here. Shoot. Yeah. It's chaotic. They're screaming and they're banging on the walls trying to get out. Bless them. Oh, my God. You know, it's so I know we've had this similar conversation before when we've run across this in these shows, but. You know, when people were put into homes mm-hmm. back then. They're just forgotten about. Yeah. And they were treated so horribly. It I just know. breaks my heart. It does. And now so it's awful. what's even worse is they are like being treated like that in their mind in the afterlife. Yeah. yeah. They can't even find peace. Exactly. And Amy says that at the end. Too. Oh, because Amy, we're so oh. connected. <laughs> Be my friend. I'm not crazy. <laughs> Be my friend. I'm not weird. I promise. <laughs> I'm super normal. <laughs> Oh, Amy would take one listen to this podcast and she'd be like, oh my God, those two are so weird. They're weird. Mm -hmm. She'd be like, and delete. (laughs) (laughs) Every time we lose a Twitter follower, I go to check to see if it was Amy. And if she's still following, I don't care. That's fine. As long as she's still following. Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So Steve um, is still talking to Glenda and she says at first she was really excited for Todd and she encouraged him. Mm -hmm. But now she thinks they should just bulldoze it and build something else. But still, I know like that doesn't always save. Got to be in the land too. It could be in the land. Yeah, could be yeah. in the land. Steve asks if she would stay the night, and she says no. She would Fuck never no. shut her eyes in that house. Oh wow, not a good uh, uh, advertisement for a yeah. hotel. Hotel where you sleep. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. where you sleep overnight. Yeah, I don't like it. No. So now Steve's talking to a former employer. Her name is Laura. Okay, and she was one of those pop out and scare people at the haunted attraction people. Yep. Yep. She was hiding in a closet in a black cloak, and she felt herself being pulled back into the closet while she was waiting for her turn to jump out. Uh, and there was nothing there. She turned around, there was nothing closet, there. She had a like, flashlight. She tur- there was nothing in there. Nobody in there. I don't like it. So she ran out scared, and Todd stopped her on her way out and said, you look like you've seen a ghost. And then This said, guy. I know. And then said, what are you doing? Get back in there. We're ready to start. And she was like, Fuck that shit. And she good. Put, good. I, I like know. Laura. High five. Prick. I know. He's such a douche. So this is the first time she's been back. And wow. You can tell she's really nervous. Yeah. Does Steve say that? Because he usually points that out. Yeah. Well, he's like, how are you? Do you feel okay? And she's like, I'm I'm really nervous. So now we're at Amy. She's uh she's walking through and she says, This isn't good. It isn't cute. It's not funny. It's kind of demented. 
And then she repeatedly hears the dead saying how they're repulsed and sick of the living antagonizing them. The dead yell at them and try to push them out with their energy, and it can Mm -hmm. get pretty violent. Mm -hmm. Now, Steve's driving over to the county coroner, Dr. David Haddon, and uh, he asked for what kind of patients stayed at the sanitarium or sanatorium. And he said it started out being a tuberculosis Mm -hmm. clinic or whatever, Mm -hmm. tuberculosis hospital. Mm -hmm. And he explains how uh, TB patients would be coughing up blood and coughing nonstop. And back then it was the second leading cause of death in the U.S. And Mm -hmm. they didn't say when exactly, or if they did, I missed it. Uh, He said there would at this point sometimes be five to six bodies in the basement waiting for the mortician to come pick them up and they'd be there for days. Oh my God. How awful. And he says that um, they can't even treat their bodies with respect after uh -uh. they've passed. Uh -uh. And because they're diseased and the Mm -hmm. bodies are, sorry, this is gross, rotting. Rotting. That just perpetuates the disease and helps spread it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Steve asked about that and he said, yep, that made it worse. Of course it did. Yeah. So Amy sees a woman leaning up against the wall. She's sick. Especially in California when it's hot. Hot. I know. Can you imagine? It's not like we're in Alaska here. I know. I don't even want to know what that place smelled like. Uh, Nope. Mm -mm. It probably still smells. Shit stays in the walls, you know. It does, yeah. So Amy sees a woman leaning up against the wall and she's sick. She sees a guy in the corner throwing up and she sees a lot of illness. She sees dead bodies. Mm -hmm. Uh, They travel as a pack in Mm -hmm. there. Okay. Probably because they feel safer that way. I know. She said they don't want to be bothered. That's why they stay down there in the basement. And she said Mm -hmm. there's a lot of sadness and fear. I'm sure. The doctor says they had one nurse for every 20 patients. And these people were so sick, there was no way their needs could have been met. Right. There just wasn't enough staff. Is that one person for 20 people? Mm -hmm. You probably got seen like once a week. Oh, yeah. Well, they were probably all in one big room, just, you know, throwing up blood on each other. I hate it. It's hideous to think about it. It is. Uh, the epidemic slowed down in the 50s, so this had to have been in the 40s, 30s, wow. 40s. Plus, you're in World War II, so you're uh-huh. already short-staffed as it is. You've got a lot of people going to army hospitals. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Well, the and I, I, just think keep that, I think that I think that a lot of uh, TB hospitals ended up being um, uh, uh, hospitals for, like, like when the the, there weren't any TB Patients but still, anymore? you got to think that they would be yeah. back burners to those people. Yeah. You, the, the staff probably treated the normal, healthy people yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. Like, who are these tuberculosis? We don't yeah. care about them. Let's. I don't know that they could put military <clears throat> in the same hospital with the TB people because it was you so contagious. That. Yeah. Especially think... since you have rotting bodies. Right. But I think like after, I seem to, I think it was in Downton Abbey that, no, oh. that was where they just brought the military into their house. That's different. Okay. No, never they mind. did. I'm they they were. A, it was a nurse. It was a, a hospital because. Um, yeah, but I don't think it was a TB. What hospital was the youngest first. one's name? Uh, Sybil. Yeah, she was the nurse. I loved uh-huh. her. I was so sad when she died. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert for a thirty-year-old, a ten-year-old show. show. Yeah, <laughs> I still haven't finished it. I need to finish it. I didn't watch the new, the newer ones. I haven't even finished that one. Oh. I got to where Matthew died, and then I'm like, what the fuck? I know. That was really upsetting. First Sybil, and now Matthew? Fuck you. Okay, but Matthew, the guy that plays Matthew, is in Legion. You got to watch Legion. He's also Beast and Beauty and the Beast with Emma Watson. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
I know. I love he's a, him. He's, he's adorable. He he's is. Really I actor. love him so much. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Anyway. Okay. TV. Anyhow. Back to TV. So. Uh, oh, that could bu- bu- be an bu- episode title. Back to TV. Back to TV. So the, uh, yeah, Dr. Sad, blah, blah, blah. Sanitariums went out of business in the 50s when the epidemic slowed down. Mm-hmm. And um, this one then oh, started darn. taking in the mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Conditions actually got worse at this point. <laughs> Just when you thought it wasn't Just when possible. you thought it couldn't get any worse. There were many complaints filed against the people who worked there. In that, Who's going to do anything? Nobody cared. Uh, they would, uh, the staff would leave the patients tied to toilets. Leave them nude in the hallways. Tied to toilets? How do you even do that? Chained, I assume. They probably did it because they were sick and they were just going to, at least if you're next to the toilet, I don't know. Uh, Leave them nude in the hallways, over-medicate them, and they did shock therapy. Great. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I as No wonder this place is haunted. I know. Can you imagine how many souls must be in there? I hope they can get them moved on. I really do. I do too. Uh, so the place closed as inspection standards became higher. It got shut down. Good. Amy feels someone being held down against their will. They're fighting back. And one guy is getting his head slammed into the wall. Oh, There's my God. Of, I know. There's a lot of crying and screaming. And she says people died here from mental or regular illnesses. And accidents happened here that resulted in death. Oh, I thought of a trigger warning. Um um, like men, like yeah, mental patient mental illness, abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, I was God. thinking that too because this gets pretty gruesome. I mean, I don't think right. it's going to get any worse. I think we're over the worst part. So now we're at Steve, and he's going to look through old records, aka digging through dig the archives. And one name keeps popping up: Carl Lamoureux. Okay, and he goes to meet Steve. Goes to meet an attorney, Monray English female oh that is a name Isn't that a cool name? i love it i know so carl ran the facility from 1973 to 1985 and he died at the facility uh my further research showed it was on halloween what and she talks about how there were many many claims filed against him mm. and lots more came after his death he was a prominent and intimidating person in the community and mm-hmm. so I think that's probably why he got away with it. Also, yep. he was an administrator for not only the Clovis Sanitarium, but others as well. And she assumes he just can keep up with it all. Oh, so he had a little empire there. Yeah. Great. So um, this Monray says that she knows about a lady named Gladys Brashears and her husband, Lee, who ran the facility from 1942 until Lamoureux took over. And there's okay. lots more, lots of claims against them, too. Mm-hmm. But like nobody knew what the fuck they were doing when they ran this place. No. So Amy sees a man and a woman who oversaw this place, and they're telling her that they took care of things very well. But sure, she doesn't they trust them. Yeah, she thinks they're liars, and they're saying we did a good or job. Or they're delusional, thinking yeah. that they were doing a good job. I think they were just lying because she said they said we did a good job, we did a good job, we did a good job. They kept saying it over and over again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. We did a good job. We did a good job. We did a good job. And I'm just like, no, you know, like, I don't know what the you did, but you didn't do a good job. (laughs) Amy, she's calling him out. She's like, "Uh, you're a ghost or no ghost. You didn't do it. You didn't do your job. And then she hears partners in crime. And she said, Mm -hmm. this is very bad. Mm -hmm. 
So Steve goes now to the library to learn more about the property, and he sees an article about a guy named Tony Andrews, Mm -hmm. who originally built the place but lost it to a foreclosure. So he goes to talk to the local genealogist. Not a gynecologist. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever had a genealogist. I think you get all the genealogists. Oh, do I? Yeah. Every time I get one, I'm like, yes. I know. I've never had. I don't know (laughs) if I've ever had one. Oh, all right. I'll have but, to find you know, one for you. I have the memory of a of a goldfish, so right. I could have had one last week, and we wouldn't know. Wouldn't know. So her name is Donette Wilson, and I noted that uh, further investigation when I was doing some googles, googling mm-hmm. and stuff that the guy's name was Andreotti, which sounds much more. She said he was Italian, like first yeah. generation Italian immigrant. And I'm like Andrews. Uh, his he name is Andreotti. I'm sure he changed it. Yeah. Yeah. So he built this mansion for his wife. He spent Aww. all his money. I know. He spent all his money and ended up uh, losing it. And he had he and his wife and child had to go live with a neighbor for free Aww. in exchange for working on their crops. And so he lost his house. And it, it was a vineyard. So he was mm-hmm. like tending to the grapes and stuff. Yeah. Tony worked the vineyards until he died at 36 of cirrhosis of the liver. So not only was he working the vineyards, he was probably drinking the drinking. product. Yep. Mm, that's right. Another 36. reason to drink three spirit. That is so young. Uh-huh. Wow. That's younger than me. That's very young. Wow. So now Amy sees this little guy, she calls him, and he rules the roost here. And he's really saddened by the state of this location because sure. it was really quite something back in the day. Mm-hmm. She thinks he was forced to let it go. She thinks it was somewhere in the 1920s. And he never liked people being here. He's disgusted. And she has a really bad feeling about him. Okay, so now we're at the reveal. They never stop. They never, they don't go. I shouldn't say they never. They don't have a section here where she's going to the sketches. They go straight to the reveal, which is a new little twist. Maybe they were like, we don't want to give this guy any more airtime than we need to. (laughs) Well, then they should have skipped the reveal. (laughs) But anyway. No, the reveal is the best part, to to be honest. So Todd, it's Todd and his sister Glenda, uh-huh. and you can just see East. Amy like sizing him up. <laughs> well, the dead have fucking told her. They've shit. already told like, her what a twat he is. Yes, so, or twat if you're twat. from British. <laughs> if you're from the Brit, the British or the, in in British. You're from in British. In Britain. What did you say? I, I said she's from British. She's from okay. She's from British. First of all, a guy outside that ruled the roost, Tony. Mm-hmm. And Steve knows exactly what she's talking about. It was uh-huh. built in 1922. He got in over his head. In 1927, he sold, died in 1929. And she said, yep, that's who she saw. Jeez. At the top of the stairs, the energy of the sick people, um, She's they're severely mentally ill. She talks about them crawling on the ceiling and down the walls. The chaos that was in their mind is now in their body. Oh, man. But that's like a deep line. Yeah. That's a good line, but it's it is really sad. Yeah. So Glenda is very sad for these people. She's crying. She's like, she's yeah, not because like Glenda that. is an empathetic person. Yes. And I think, I think it comes out that she's, yeah. Okay. So hang on. So Steve okay. explains that around 1940, it, become a, it became a sanitarium and they had TB patients and then the mentally ill. Todd says he's had people come in with him and out of nowhere throw up. Glenda tells about her friend who got violently ill and one yep. that I think was a panic attack. Yep. Amy says now she has a sketch. And mm-hmm. then they cut back to her with the sketch artist. Got it. But it's short. Okay. Super so short. then the sketch is quite 
something. Is um, it in the drive? It is. All right. Let me go to it. And there's uh, several pictures of it. There's one. There's actually there's two that are the whole sketch. And then they, they I zoomed in on a couple of the pieces of it. <gasps> oh. So it's um, like a hallway with the stairs. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And That's it's terrifying. It's a person, a woman walking down the hall. And then there's very close to the wall. Like, yeah. Pressed against the wall. Looks like there's a child behind her yep. and a man. Behind, so it's the woman. Something black, like a almost like a shadow thing behind the child. Yeah. And oh then, and then on the God. wall going up the stairs is like a squiggly, squiggly, it looks black, like, scratchy thing that looks appears to be crawling up the walls. And it looks like it's it's like a person, but not a person at the same time. Like you can see a hand, you can see fingers, you can see two hands, a leg, legs. Yeah, like oh my, oh my God. <gasps> Oh my god, I don't like it at all. Yeah. Although this sketch artist is really good. Really good, I know, isn't it? Better than the other one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Is this what you saw? <gasps> I just went to the next picture of their face. Oh, the the one where they're blowed up a little bit? Yes. Yeah, the lady's <laughs> the lady's face is she's got like big, like Round, round eyes, wide open, and then black circles around them. Okay, the 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 thing behind her, mm -hmm. it does not look like a child. That looks like an old bald man looking up at her, grabbing her arm. I need to look at it a little bigger because, but there's, it looks like there's a child behind her, like hiding behind her, sort of. Yeah, but that does—that's what I'm talking about. That doesn't look like a child. Oh, well, there to me. I see. That looks like a. Are you talking about the dark shape? No. Okay. The thing holding onto her hand. I look, it almost looks like he's got a beard looking up at her. Oh, okay. <gasps> oh my god, I hate it. That Stop looks zooming like a kid in. To me. Stop zooming in. It just zoomed in. <laughs> I zoomed in too. Okay. Oh my god. So then if you look at the other pictures and you guys, I will post these too. Um, you can see <gasps> Amy's face and how pissed she is. I know. She looks <laughs> she is like Ugh. um okay. So that's the sketch. And then um, oh my God. Uh, when they put the pic the picture down in front of Glenda, she like recoils and she's like, she can't even touch it. And she goes, I, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That gave me goosebumps. That's uh -huh. really creepy. Especially when I, when I blow it up and saw yeah. her, her wide eyes. Yeah. I don't I'll, like I'll post all of those so people can see yeah. them. Just have your rosaries ready because. Yeah. <laughs> Old priest and a young priest. Yep. So now Amy is talking about all the mistreatment she saw, particularly the woman being held down and the man getting his head beat in. She talks, Steve talks about, oh yeah, there was all this abuse and claims against oh, yeah. the hospital and the hospital wing used to be there. And, and when it was knocked down, that's when activity increased. And then Amy talks about a creepy thing that she saw and this man and woman repeating that they did a good job. They did a good job. And she doesn't believe them. And mm -hmm. Steve talks about how the, uh, all the people who ran the place, uh, Lamoureux and Gladys Brashears and her husband. Yep. And then the basement, Amy says she saw lots of bodies coming and going and they wanted to leave. They mm -hmm. are trying to reach out to get help. They are trying to get help from the living. And they reach out to whoever could see or hear them. Yeah. And Glenda sees and hears them. So Amy says she's probably a sensitive. 
Yep. And then Amy drops, <laughs> I'm feeling fear from the living here. Over many years, the living have felt their, have left their fear behind. It's not healthy. Mm-hmm. And she got that sensitives walk the place, do seances, try to communicate with the dead here. Nope. And she says, when that happens, it leaves scars. Don't do seances. And don't. Steve goes, I'm going to call you on the carpet now. And this is when I'm like, yes. Call you on the carpet? Yeah. To Todd. Okay. I don't- it means to like call you out. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. And he says, Why don't you tell Amy what you've done to make money in this place to turn this into a dream hotel for yourself? And you can see Amy like start, like her eyes are starting to be like, what? And so Todd Steve tells her. doesn't like him either. No. Nobody likes Steve's him. He's the best. Guy's an asshole. Yeah. Uh, Steve tells her that for eight years, he had over 30,000 people coming through over the two-week period at Halloween time. Amy interrupts him to say, holy shit. Then he says, And my ultimate goal would be to completely refurbish it back to a beautiful home and um, pass it down to my son mm-hmm. and have it opened up for the public to come in and mm-hmm. stay the night. As a nice hotel? As a nice hotel. Not a haunted hotel? Bingo. Well, if people have an experience in here, I can't control that. But if people do want to come in here, that's up to them. And Steve goes, but would you advertise it as a haunted hotel? And yes. And then they cut to commercial. He would. And then they come back and they run that all again. Yep. And they show Amy waiting for an answer. They show Steve waiting for an answer. And then he just says, Todd just says, yes. Yeah, of course he would. Of course he would. And then this is where, this is where Amy really shines. <laughs> She's so- she says, and I'm going to put this whole. I need in. to just watch the the reveal of this episode. Yeah, you should. It's really good. I was I was literally cheering and I had tears in my eyes. I was so I was so glad that she said this because the only she, she's got to advocate for the dead. I know. I know. They're not just commodities. I know. These were people who not only were tortured in their life, but now they're being tormented when they're gone. Right. Fuck you. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. So here's what she said. How would you like to die and be tormented and right. stuck? Think of the most that happened in your life, mm-hmm. the worst you've ever been through, and you're reliving that every single day. And now you're going to be with through eternity. Really think about that. I'm just saying it, it, it bothers me. And then he goes, well, I have respect for what's here. Like I come in and I say hello and everything. And she goes, you don't have respect for here. (laughs) He's like, I say hello and I come in and everything. And she goes, and so you should. (laughs) (laughs) And she says, you have a lot of dead people here and they are at their wits end. Yeah. And then Glenda goes, I'm never coming back here again. Good. (laughs) Glenda's like, fuck this shit. She's like, yeah, I'm out. I'm out. Amy says you need to provide counseling for the dead that are here. Yeah. She suggests a transpersonal psychologist. Okay. And they are psychologists that can work with dead people and with live people. But, and she said, for those who don't respond to treatment, they will have to be more aggressively moved on. Mm -hmm. Steve asks, how would you do that? And she says, an exorcism. They're not human anymore. 
Mm-hmm. They're sociopaths and killers, but they're not human anymore. Yeah. And Steve says years and decades and maybe even centuries of torment right. have probably taken whatever humanity they had. Yeah. Yeah. They're just squiggles on the wall. Now. Yeah. That's what you've done to them mm-hmm. by by exploiting them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure it wasn't all him. But no. He didn't help. He made it worse. Yeah. He made it worse. Yeah. So then Steve says, it sounds like you have all the intentions of not listening and making it a haunted hotel. And Todd sits there for a minute and then he goes, correct. Where I just wanted to fucking punch him in the throat. Fuck you. So Amy explains, if he goes forward, you do so at your own risk. You Mm -hmm. are not only putting your guests, but yourself at risk. Who cares about him? Honestly, I I care about the guests. Yeah. Yeah. So Steve asks if he will at least do the stuff Amy suggested before opening the place. And he says, absolutely. But I don't believe him for a second. No. Steve ends um, with basically, if you want to do this, we're, you're, it's fine, but we're not helping. Right. And then there's a Steve uh, a voiceover. I mean, a like a it's a voiceover, but he's there too. I, yeah. Like a, recorded later and popped in. Yep. Where Steve's talking to the camera, and he says, "If you want to help him torment the dead, I'm sure you can find this location, but you're going to have to deal with the consequences." Which is why they wouldn't even say where it was. Good. And then the thing at the end. Yep. Todd has yet to contact a transpersonal psychologist. Did you were you able to find any other information? Yeah, I found out. Oh yeah. So yeah. it the building. Um, okay. So it was it was Wolf Manor when he okay. lived there because his last name is Wolf. Of course, of course he's a douche and would yeah. name it Wolf Manor. What a fucking prick. I know. So uh in I can't remember what year. I guess I didn't put it down. At some point, he was forced by the city to stop operating as a haunted attraction due to it being an eyesore. <laughs> uh, and it was it was causing neighboring property values to decline. Mm-hmm. And then he tried to turn it into a bed and breakfast. But uh, then at in, in 2014, the city decided to have it demolished. Good. So, so it only is, a year after this episode aired. Yep. yep. It is basically just... Land. Um, yeah, just land. There's nothing there. I I, I Google mapped it. If yeah. anybody else wants to, the address is 2604 Clovis Avenue. And I went and looked and there was, I couldn't see anything there. I could see, um, I watched a video and I'll put the link in here to it. It's a YouTube video that he's on another show and I can't remember what it was called. Uh, and, oh, it was called My Ghost Story. Okay. And he's in this a lot talking about his house and his manor and all this shit. And they, they show them driving up to the house. So you can see the house next to this house. And so I was able to look at that house and then the Google maps and figure out which one it was. And this, it is just a, just a land, a plot of land. Mm -hmm. Okay. And uh, he said, oh, oh, so then there was an article that I'll link to too, where the city said we had attempted to work with the property owner for at least five years to clean up the property improve it or have it demolished and we've had no luck in doing that mm-hmm. so in this point in time it's moving forward to have it demolished and then there's nice. a quote from him saying i'm very frustrated and i don't understand i found another article just now yeah um crews tear down wolf manor in clovis and um it says that uh he is estimated to uh He's expected to owe the city about 40 grand for the demolition. Yeah. 
And that's only if he can sell the land. Right. So there, they knocked it down, but he had to pay for it. <laughs> wow. I wonder, though, if the the land is still, Who, I mean, if there's still souls They there. interviewed Danette Wilson. Isn't that somebody that yep. they talked to? Yep. Yep. She was a, a gynecologist. <laughs> yep. She said, there's so much history to this house and it was so sturdily built. To me, the structure was so sound. There's nothing falling apart and crazy about it. It just needed a lot of tender, loving care. Mm -hmm. Owner Todd Wolf eventually gave up his efforts to save it, and signs and letters from residents were not enough to make a difference. Oh, my God. Yep. And it's like everybody in the town didn't want it torn down. It's just a sad day. Oh. I find that hard to believe that not everybody did because if it was making their property values go down, he's uh there are Jay, other people that didn't want it. Somebody though. said it's just a sad day that they're tearing the house down, said James Coburn of Clovis. It's kind of sad for my family, and a lot of people in Clovis don't want it to be torn down. That's possible. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. So that's that. Wow, that Todd, was a good one. That yeah, was, you should watch uh, it. It I'm was gonna, really good. I'm gonna have to watch it yeah. just to see Amy rip this guy. A new oh asshole. my god, it was so good. I would love to just take a video of the whole thing and play it, but I think it would be a copyright infringement. So yeah. I'll just tell y'all to watch it. Okay. Well, you should be watching it anyway. Yeah. So, do you want to pick a number for the Alanism? It's Alanism. Oh, time. we got to say what episode we're doing. Oh, next right. Week. Oh, do we do yeah. that before? <laughs> yes, I can we do that after? No, okay. We do it. Okay, as, Megan, would you like to tell us what, we're, what to expect? <laughs> <laughs> we're a mess. Yeah, so I'm doing the one that Carrie suggested. Um, it's called The Devil's Bidding, season three, episode eight. Nope, just kidding. <laughs> I'm literally looking at the number. Mm -hmm. Episode seven, season three, episode seven. It originally aired December 13th, 2013. So we're sticking in 2013. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Amy's like, do you know what episode you're doing? I was like, nope. <laughs> She's she like, goes, you I'll, I'll know by the time we record. Yep. And I'm like, well, I have a suggestion for you. If you didn't want to do it, I'd do it next time. So it I don't, know, it but really I'm like, matter. nope, I'm doing it because uh, I don't want to have to think. Yeah, that's good. About which episode I'm doing. Let's just hope it doesn't have child death in it. Let's hope so. If it does, I'll let Amy know. And, <laughs> yeah. and then we'll uh, pick another one. We'll pick another one. Yeah. It is time for an Alanism. It's time for an Alanism. Alanism, 46. 46. Oh, okay. We've been recording for an hour and a half. I don't even know what this means. Okay. This is in regards, he's talking about Hollywood films. Okay. And the quote is, the thrust of connection was repudiation. All right. <laughs> I'm not even um, sure I know what repudiation means. Repudiate. I'm going to Google it. I am too. Who's going to do it first? Repudiation. Well, I only have a mouse to work with. It is a rejection of a proposal or idea or the denial of the truth or validity of something. Really? That's not what I got. I got the act of repudiating, the state of being repudiated, the refusal of public authorities to acknowledge or pay debt. Huh. How do you spell it? R-E-P-U-D-I-A-T. 
R-E-P-U-T-I-O-N. Yeah. The act of repudiating. Mine comes up as under, uh, it must be the Oxford Dictionary that mine is showing. Yeah, I have Merriam-Webster. Oh, I see Merriam-Webster down below. Yep. Yeah. These supporters, an example, these supporters see Putin, Putin. These supporters see Putin rising supreme from Ukraine's ashes to lead a swaggering nation defined by its repudiation of the West. Hmm. Okay. So let's go the quote again. The thrust of connection was repudiation. I still Hold don't. On, yeah. It still doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Does it? I don't think oh, it makes another sense. repudiation, the rejection or renunciation of a duty or obligation. What? That still doesn't make sense. It still doesn't make sense. <laughs> no. Oh, Dad, Alan, what were you talking about? Feel free to let us know because probably doesn't we know either. Know. He probably doesn't. He's know probably either. like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. I was losing my mind back then. <laughs> Oh, Alan, it's okay. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, everybody. This thanks, was a good everyone. one. Yeah, that was fine. We'll see you next time. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the Boo Pod Network of super cool podcasts. Nailed it. <laughs>